Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. It is Thursday, March 23rd. Welcome to the Take for Take podcast. As always, I'm Austin. We got the boys, Trent, Ernie, birthday boy Gage, holding down in the slough. Happy belated birthday, little bro. Thank you, guys. How we doing, fellas? How we doing? Kobe, you're pretty good. Hanging in there. You're 24 now. That's 24 is a great year. 24. 24 great year. Downhill what? from there, but... Yeah, it's... What trust me, it's real downhill after you hit 24. What happened at 24, Trent? Is that when you got a job or something? No, I just... Uh, I felt like it was my last year is, like... Before, like, a bunch of, like, reality shit hit me. And I had to, like, worry about my whole life going. So, enjoy it. Maybe it's different for you. I don't know. It's also the last year before your your brain fully develops. So, um, no wonder why your sports stake sucks. <laughs> he's talking, he's talking, talking, to, me. He's talking <laughs> to me, Shrek boy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Here we go. We got a decent uh decent show for everybody today. It's going to be a um we'll do World Baseball Classic. I know most of us watched that last night or two nights ago touch on that a little bit. There's a couple free agent signings that we'll uh, do a little house cleaning on, uh, get caught up with all that. We'll do uh, some coaches in college basketball. There's a whole slew of coaches that are on the move. We'll talk about that, and then we'll obviously we'll uh, recap rounds one and two, and then we'll preview the Sweet 16 coming up. We'll do some picks, do some winners, all that kind of stuff. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it, shall we? Trent. You and I were just talking. I fell asleep during the seventh inning last night, right before Schwarber hit the bomb to tie it, or uh, to go down one. Thoughts, reactions, initial thoughts of WBC. Yeah, I know. We were we were just talking. I know we were just talking about it, but uh, I knew you fell asleep because you, you just stopped texting back um, in our group. Uh, and it yeah, was epic. Like, I was very upset. Where we're hitting that that home run to cut it to one. Um, it was against you, Darvish, and he hit he hit about five or six home run balls foul. Um, so he was just timing them up, and then he finally like hung like a splitter or something, and he smoked it to right. Um, but then it all kind of it all kind of um, culminated with kind of like a storybook ending with Otani closing out for Japan, up one run. It lined up where Trout would be the last out in the bottom of the ninth. And, how, how fucking um, sick is that? Yeah. So I mean, they like that's like peak baseball. Um, and if they could like just like bottle that up, that moment, and like somehow like ignite it into to the MLB, and and I don't, I don't know what you could do, but like just that moment of baseball where it, it seemed like everybody was watching, like just following along on Twitter, it seemed like everybody was was all kind of um, yeah, it was in tune to that. It was nuts, dude. They. Um... They like doubled the person or uh, in-person attendance. Like the last WBC was in 2017, and I saw something that was like just over 500,000 total butts were in seats. And in this past one, these last two weeks, it was like 1.2 million or something like that. So like yeah. the viewership, and obviously, I mean, the TV numbers are fucking insane. What was it like 94% of televisions in Japan that were turned on? Tuesday night, we're watching the game. 
Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. My my uh, work colleague, um, he, he's best buds. Apparently, I, I just found this out. He's best buds with uh, with Marlins man. Damn. You know the guy that would that would yeah. Yeah, Marlin uh, Marlin guy, dude who always wore, wears the orange jersey. The orange Marlins jersey, yeah. And he's always I don't know what he does or how he got made his his uh, money, but he's always behind home plate. So, yeah. Um, he, he hooked him up with with. Uh, seats behind home plate for the WBC. And so he was at just about every game in, in Miami, uh, sick. which was sick, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's what you want. That's like peak baseball. And, and Otani striking out trout was kind of like a, a really cool. You could tell how much Otani wanted it too. Well, everybody, so, yeah, it, it was just like full circle that, you know, you play two weeks of ball and the two best players on the planet are facing each other on the last pitch of the game. You know that I mean? happened to be on the same team, right? Like in it, the MLB, it's, it's, it's like it, Yeah, like Hollywood would throw out that script. I saw a stat on Twitter today where Trout um, has only three swing and misses in an at bat twenty four times um, out of over sixty one hundred plate appearances. So it's kind of crazy to think that uh, Otani is one of those guys that can do that. But yeah, I don't know. Both of those players need to. They need to get the hell out of L.A. They're never yeah. going to there. Well, Trout um, ain't, bro. He just signed a fucking lifetime well, deal a couple years ago. Like a, yeah, like a decade or longer. But I don't know. Whoever's going to – wherever Otani's going to go, they better be ready to pay this man a billion dollars most yeah, likely. Yeah, you saw, you saw Marcus Stroman's tweet. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not wrong. What was, I mean, what was his tweet? Some, I'll pull it. it up, the exact one. But it was along the lines of, you know, this man's, like, worth a billion dollars or something like that. And, like he deserves every penny or something. Is he is he the the greatest baseball player of all time? Yeah. <laughs> you seen him play like how many years has he been in the league? Yeah, but I mean this is his fifth year already. Right. He's kind of been. I was surprised when they said that on the broadcast, like going into his fifth year. I was like, damn, he's been around for. You but just like the way he. You can't label him that right now. I, exactly. I think he will he's be. the greatest. He's the greatest talent. I think he's the best player in baseball right now. I don't think he's the GOAT. <laughs> I think when it's all said and done, he, I think he will be. He's basically two players. I mean, he is two players in one person. Right. So you got to count that. It's like if you combined like Justin Verlander and, I don't know, like Prime Stanton. Oh, he's definitely definitely a generational player that I feel like it's going to have a great impact on the sport, especially for for kids growing up and playing through high school ball and maybe even college ball to to go more the two way route. And I mean, you can see where it can get you. Yeah, I don't know. I think he and took I, down the tweet or something because I can't find, I can't see it anymore. But it was something on the lines of awesome. like he's worth a half or like a billion dollars. Like, don't be surprised if he's the largest contract in baseball history or something like that. Yeah. And really quick, Austin, I know you mentioned this, um, but AFC from Barstool had one of the worst takes in my opinion yeah. of the year, actually of the decade, honestly, where he was just kind of, and then of course it kind of like slapped back in his face. Cause that was just the most epic way to end the WBC. But it, what was his, his point was basically that, that they players should play in the WBC and they should just worry about the their MLB 
um, affiliations and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- and, I, I don't know if he was the first one, but I just think he was the first. That tweet was like the first one to like get the snowball rolling. And then more people came out and were like, oh, it's stupid. It's crazy. Blah, 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 blah. And then meantime, every- you'd be saying that too, though, if your clothes were got not, I mean, hurt. not really. I mean, but you can get I'd hurt be, in any game. I'd be upset, like, absolutely. But at the same time, I'm not going to What do you think that is? An upset tweet. Yeah, but the fact that he, like, stood a, on it for however long it was going on is just absurd. You watch, he, he made, like, a video about it, like, his little minute whatever videos he does. Yeah. And he he basically just, like, stood on that take and was just getting cooked in the comments. So, well, it's like every, um, especially every player they interviewed was like, yeah, I'd rather be here versus spring training. Yeah, any MLB, yeah. any any MLB player, no matter what country you're from, should play in this. Like, you know, injuries happen, yada yada yada. Like, it's just I don't I don't even want to get into that because that was just so fucking stupid in my opinion. Yeah, that's a that's a topic for a different different show, yeah. different day. But I enjoyed watching it. Obviously, I fell asleep during the finals, which sucks. But I watched every other USA game. That's your Japanese team is fucking loaded. Yeah, dude, so that, that 21-year-old pitcher, Sasaki, that yeah. they have. Sits 102. Who's just, just pumping 102. It's just a 93-mile-per-hour splitter or whatever he's got. Who's the big man, that, um, the big lefty that went yard, number 55? I forget his name. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like Moshe Tebow. Uh, something like that. I don't know. I forget his but, name. Uh, he's like the next. I didn't, know, uh, I didn't know dude from St. Louis, Lars Newbar. I didn't know he was Japanese. Yeah, he's half Japanese. I don't know which side, but I know he's half Japanese. Maybe the left. <laughs> I was going to make that same joke, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, man. It was really, really fun. And I'm glad the stars are finally playing it, too. I forget I'm ready for... Say it again? I said I'm ready for baseball season. Me, too. How are the... Uh... How the Tigers up in Springfield doing? You got any idea? I just watched. I actually just watched the uh, the game tonight. It was the first time I tuned in. They won seventeen to two. So <laughs> I think they're I think they're like six and six or something. Shout out Wittenberg. But uh, yeah, WBC was dope. It was cool. Um, kind of sucks that it, like happened like during March, but because I couldn't give my it full also, attention to it. But it also sucks that it's every what, four years or three years? Four. Like I, uh, Is it four? Because yeah, the, like next I, one, the next one's in 26. I think it's every three years. I wish it was just every year. That'd be dope. Yeah, it is every three years because they didn't do it in um, 2020 because of COVID. Because the last one that happened yeah. was 2017. Yeah. But, um, yeah. WBC, dope. I really, really love it. I could tell Ernst is just fucking thrilled and so excited about it. But um, <laughs> Ernst, initial thoughts, reaction to what the real reason we're here for? Rounds one and two of the Shout big out. dance. Shout out my Canes, you know. Shout out the Canes, proving a lot of people wrong, including myself. I know also, also, didn't. Uh, Omir or Ormir, however fuck you say his name, didn't he break his leg? Or am I tripping? Uh, no, he just twisted it in the game against Duke. Okay. I think it was. I mean, I didn't look into it, like, hardcore at all, but I swear uh, I saw something that said he broke his fucking leg. 
think so. I think it was just like a sprained ankle. Interesting. Well, regardless, but we're going we gonna need him against Houston. That's all I got to say. Yeah, we'll get into that here in a little bit, but they fucking ran Indiana out of the gym. That was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts, reactions, comments on rounds one and two? Anybody? Uh, there's so much, right? All you guys say is welcome start. to March. I fucking called it too, bro. Like literally, last week we're sitting here talking, and I'm like, this has the opportunity to be the craziest. In like most gnarly tournament ever, and it just absolutely it's, was. <laughs> I would say it's lived up to like all the expectations that we had on it. I'd say it's the best tournament that I can ever remember watching, in my opinion. Like, I'm already kind of, I'm kind of like already sad that it's like going to be over in a couple weeks. I don't know. <laughs> I just wish we're already like, more we than halfway just... through it. Yeah. Yeah, like the, I just love like I just love watching these games. Like it's just. I don't know, man. Like, I, I could talk about these games forever. Like, just, like, going through the bracket, and you don't even know what, like, an upset is anymore because there's it just yeah. happens so often. And Dude, it's like that it's um, like that first NFL Sunday where it's, like, like I think it was Saturday. Went, went over a buddy's house. It was, like, kind of raining in the morning, so it's still a little bit dark. You get, get inside. You sit in front of a TV for 10 hours, and you walk outside, and it's pitch black, and it's like, oh, shit, I just spent my entire day watching basketball. That was fucking awesome. Well, <laughs> let's, like, let's do it all like, again tomorrow. You like throw back to when you're in high school and you watch those games like on your cell phone or yeah. every now and then you get the cool teacher that put it up on the screen. That's kind of what, what I lived That's through. Awesome. Yeah. That was awesome, yeah. Yeah, that kind of that kind of happened to me last week with one of our classes. Yeah, it's chaos. As awesome it's, as it yeah. yeah, as awesome as it as it's been to watch. I think we can all agree it's not financially. We're not. We're not uh, quite as excited <laughs> no, in terms of the outcome no, just, of what, what we got. Speak for yourself. Yeah, some of us had better right. had better weekends than others, but uh, you know all what? Right. It's in the past. No need to uh, to sulk on our uh, our losses. Time to move on. Um, looking back at these last however many games. Is there a team or, like, a player that's kind of st- stood out to you guys or, like, a team or a player that's kind of been like, oh, shit, like, I kind of expected this but didn't expect it? Like, kind of uh, a team that's surprised, has been surprising, good or bad? Yeah, I'll take the rain first. Um, I kind of – I'll let someone else talk about Purdue, but I, I was kind of all over Michigan State at the start of this tournament. Um, I have them making my lead eight. I had them losing to Duke in the Elite Eight, um, so obviously Duke is not in that question anymore. But, but yeah, I don't know. I think Michigan State is – a lot of people don't see them as, like, a sleeper team in the tournament because they always seem to make a deep run or they're always right in, like, in the mix of things. But, I don't know, this year I feel like they kind of been a dark horse all year. Um, they haven't really been ranked the whole year, um, top 25-wise. And, I don't know, they made really – easy work of USC which was kind of surprising and then uh, from start to finish honestly they, they handled Marquette they bullied like, them they dominated. yeah very easily um yeah I don't know it'll be a it'll be an interesting game against Kansas State right that's who they play yeah they got Kansas State do you know yeah how many straight tournaments Tom Izzo or Michigan State has been in if I had to guess like 30 something 25 straight years 
Michigan That's State crazy. has been in the big dance. And get this. And so like he made like seventeen sweet sixteens, doesn't he? Yeah, his resume is fucking incredible. And would you guys consider Michigan a blue blood? Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan I'm sorry, State. Or yeah, Michigan. Michigan State. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. I would say like they're. Cause they've only like not just one of like the. Remember, they've only had one championship ahead. in what twenty five years. Twenty eight like years. Though you're always. They're like an, You're always just expected to be good. They're in the next tier, I think, of blue bloods. Like after like the Kansas, Duke, Kentucky. Yeah, I mean you got the Kansas, Kentucky, Indiana, Duke, UCLA. Indiana, UCLA, UNC. So they're probably right there. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, right. I, don't, I don't think Michigan State personally is like. I think they're like as close to blue blood as you can get without being blue blood. So like in the last five years, there's five teams with 50 tournament wins. Obviously, Michigan State is one of those. But you got Duke, Kentucky. North Carolina, Kansas, and Michigan State. Those are only five teams in the last or 25 years with 50 plus tournament wins. So you got to give yeah. you got to give them some type of credit, and it's crazy because Trent, you said it. No one really expected anything from them, especially when in the Big Ten tournament they lost to Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State's better than probably what their record showed, but still they were a 13 seed in the Big Ten tournament. And they dominated Michigan State. So it's like going – I mean, I expected Michigan State to lose first round. I'm going to be completely honest. But it's – You've got to trust – got to trust Izzo in these Izzo's Mr. March, dude. I am surprised, and I already I already bet Kansas State. Um, I'm surprised at that line. I think that is an overreaction that Michigan mm-hmm. State is um, – I think they're one and a half now. I got Kansas State at two. Yeah, I, I just think that I, I still have Kansas State favorite in that game. I know they're they're probably just because of Izzo, mm-hmm. um, but Kansas State was the better team all year, and I don't see why they shouldn't be at least a, a short favorite in that one. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by it too, but I don't. I think out of any of the games this weekend, I think that's the one that should be a pick'em. That's just my opinion, and I think I think I'll probably get down to a pick'em by tip off tomorrow or Friday. Because Keontae Johnson and uh, what's that other dude's name? I'm drawing a blank on it right now. Short dude, short king. Yeah, short point guard, oh, little lefty. Al. Noel, Marquise Noel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a Cal solid. Just called him a little guy. That's all Cal said. I saw you that. See that. Yeah, yeah, little guy. Yeah. he was like oh, he was like before that they Cal lost. So. <laughs> well, I think that line. I think that line's good. Yeah, I think you it's really, good. You think Michigan State's a better team? I think the experience is going to pay dividends, and I mean, you just go back to coaching when it comes to this point in the season. Who are you going to take, uh, Israel, or some guy that's in the locker room getting down a little baby every week? I don't know. <laughs> you see him with Rico Bosco today? Yeah, yeah that shit was yeah. comical. That is was he like affiliated with Kansas State or something I that know. I don't know of? I don't know what that was, but that was odd, and, he, and the, the coach is all about it too. Yeah, I don't know. Gage, you you uh you touched on it, but show some love to FDU. I know Tobin Anderson just took the job at uh Iona, and we were talking about this before we uh we started we hit record how one game in the tournament can change an entire coach's career. 
literally. I, I mean, he wins one game and he gets the Iona job, which is a very good program. He signs five years. Five he years. wins one, one night, gets him five years, making probably four times the amount of money he right. was making at FDU, which is just insane to think about. Yeah, Gage, I'll let you take point because you called it, and you called it last week that FDU could beat Purdue. And you've been saying it all year how Purdue really isn't shit. Which yeah, it wasn't it wasn't so much I think FDU would beat Purdue. It was more so I just didn't see any. I just I just couldn't see a run with Purdue. I didn't know. We didn't even know who they were going to play. I think last episode. I think because yeah, they were FDU still was playing. a play-in game. I I was like I don't I don't even know who they're going to play. But you take. I was talking to my buddy Tyler who graduated from Purdue, so we talk about Purdue basketball a lot, but. I feel like we talk about it too. You take Edie off of that team, and realistically, how many games do they win? I don't see that team winning double digits in the Big Ten conference or out of conference. Like you saw it, you saw it against FDU. They shut down Edie every time he touched the ball. They put four bodies on him. Didn't really shut him down, but he's still gonna get his. Yeah, but at the came like six minutes left in the game, dude. Like he didn't touch the ball. He didn't shoot no one shooting the ball either. The announcers were hitting it right on the head. Like these dudes are scared to shoot the ball. Gillis, yeah, all those guys. The, the, I, I saw people, um, especially our buddy Tyler. It was just like going, like trying to like make this like out to be like an ED, like it's, he's a, he's a scrub or something. Like it, that he played fine. Like his team is terrible. He dragged that team. I wish he would have um, got one more bucket because somebody had his. I mean, his they, like they were swarming him every time he got the ball. And he was making the correct play, kicking out the shooters, and they were bricks the whole game. Yeah. So they they choked. His his teammates choked, and I'm with you, Gage. Like they're, you take Edie off that team, like I don't know how they're they're scoring. Um, so who knows if he comes back? And yeah, I don't. If if you're in his shoes, what do you do? Because this kind of leads into another point where it's like, I think. If you talk to 10 people, five of them will say he'll be a solid NBA big. And then the other five will say, nah, he'll be a bust. Yeah. But he I also can, has a year I of eligibility. Him, so I don't see him making a living in the NBA, if I'm being honest. I, I, I feel like he could be one of those, like, a, like we saw how dominant, if we want to go back to, like, Big Ten, big men. Um, Luka Garza, he's maybe average, he's maybe getting, like, 10, 11 minutes a game here and there. Kofi Coburn, you guys remember him from Illinois? Yeah. Everyone thought he was a fucking dog and he was gonna make a living in the NBA. I don't even think I think he's playing overseas now or something he's, like that. Uh, we were just talking about this the other day in our group chat. Is he in Jamaica? Yeah, he's in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like he I feel like Edie should go back. Um I do too, but he needs a transfer. I think for, I think Edie's better than those I don't think he's gonna be like an NBA good NBA player, but I I think he's better than Coburn um was and yeah. probably probably better than He's, he's probably just a better overall player than Luka Garza. Maybe yeah. not a score. Garza can but, shoot. Um, that's about it. Yeah, but I would I would just go back to Purdue. It, like they they're gonna be like really good again. Like they they I, I did say like they they all choked, but I mean they were all super young in the backcourt, so they're just gonna get how much they're of, just gonna get more experience. How so. much of this do you put on Matt Painter though? Because I think a good amount needs to be put on Matt Painter. How do you go the whole I mean, year not knowing how to break the fucking press? Yeah, that was a yeah. big. But the four, the four of us could go pick up a random fifth and press Purdue and give them some sort of challenge. Like they, they cannot fucking beat a press, and it's insane to watch. 
It's I guard play, like, man. They they don't have yeah. good guards. That's exactly it, Trent. I don't think I think we're so used to watching like we were so used to watching Jay and Ivy and like those guys handle the ball well at Purdue. Carson Edwards. Yeah. yeah, and then you you take away guard play, and especially come March, like that's the biggest difference in the games. I feel like, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was never high on Purdue. I know some of you guys like were, but I I had no faith in them whatsoever. Yeah, I guess it's really not so much on that painter because what was it 2019 that they got beat by Virginia on a hail mary buzzer beater or that shot sent them into overtime or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so, I mean, I guess it's really not on coaching. It's just, dude, they're just so I, – I didn't have any play on them. It's just, like, watching that game, it's just like, how do you not beat – I mean, a shout-out FDU for winning, but it's like you have everything on your plate to beat them, and you just don't use it. You don't utilize it. Yeah. You guys, the, you guys, go ahead, Gage. We might be saying the same thing. They're, Purdue, on paper, is the tallest team. And FDU is the smallest team yeah. in D1, which is crazy. The team that's not even supposed to be there. No, literally, it, yeah. Literally not even supposed to be there. Merrimack has one year left of ineligibility or whatever. Like, that's, yeah. what I, that's what I was going to say. They're not even supposed like, to be in the tournament. Win. I didn't realize that until after they won, that they didn't even win. They lost They lost in their the game that uh, meant nothing. tournament championship game. Right. Yeah, I guess that meant nothing already, but still, like, did they get in because they finished like second in the conference, or did they get in because like they came in second in the conference tournament? The tournament. Yeah. They lost on like a like a heartbreaking buzzer beater. I'm pretty sure yeah. too. So did they celebrate like they made the tournament <laughs> when they won the semifinal game? I mean, probably. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I remember seeing that on Twitter. Like Mary Mac was going crazy, and all the comments were like, "Do these kids even know they're not even going to be able to play?" <laughs> Who's going to tell them? Yeah. That's funny as hell. Yeah, shout out FDU, man. Tobin Anderson, we just said, went and got a bag from Iona. That was fun to see. Uh, Princeton, we'll get to them here in a minute. Sweet 16, knocking off a lot of people's champions in Arizona. And yeah, then, give me, before we give me your guys' uh, biggest takeaway. Before we move on from, like, round one, what was your guys' biggest takeaway from round yeah, one? my biggest, or, Trey, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was I was just gonna say it's crazy just to tell you how crazy the tournament is. is like we've been talking for 15 minutes about this and we haven't even mentioned that a 15 seed yeah. is in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Like we have, we haven't even touched on it yet. So that's gonna just tell you just how just bonkers uh, this year has been. So, but go ahead, Austin. Please. No, I was just I didn't even know Arizona lost. I thought my bracket was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I knew my bracket was fucked when the very first game didn't go my Dude, way with yeah. West Virginia. I had West Virginia, and as soon as they lost, you could just tell shit was going to go downhill. <laughs> but I still have my full Final Four left with my, yeah. my Razorback. Got a nice little yeah. ticket, Final Four ticket, too. So. Um, my biggest takeaway from round one is probably, is probably sat, the word I would use is satisfaction with Furman beating Virginia. Because I've, as Gage is, as you've been against Purdue all year. That's how strongly I've been against Virginia all year. I think that they've been fucking fraudulent, and it's was so satisfying to see a team that me personally, I've been, I haven't really been following Furman, but like betting wise, I've been, I like, I know who they are. I know Jalen Swall, like Sloss and all those guys that like. So it's fun to see a team that like you kind of pay attention to beat a team that all year you've been calling frauds. So that was fun. That was also the most exciting shot in the tournament. So. 
Yeah, that was crazy. But um, yeah, I mean, and I think everybody like, I think another takeaway from round one is like, there were upsets, but there were the upsets that nobody really expected. Right? Like, just looking through this bracket, like, a bunch of people were on Charleston to beat San Diego State. That didn't happen. Uh, a bunch of people were on Oral Roberts to beat Duke. That didn't happen. Like, Drake. Drake over Miami. Kent State, I mean, myself included. Kent State over Miami. That obviously didn't happen. That was Indiana. Yeah, I'm sorry. Kent State and Indiana for round one. So. Can we be honest? Uh, I think Xavier's beyond lucky to be where they're at right now. They should have lost to Kennesaw State. They should have, but that offense is too they were good. They that to, whole game. Yeah, yeah, that offense that is game. too good to, to hold for that long, in my opinion. But. How about my uh, my Owls over at FAU? Yeah, Called back, FAU. going to the Sweet 16. I feel like no nobody was on that. Um, no, I had them losing round one so. in no, They got bailed out. What do you mean? They absolutely yeah, they one hundred percent get bailed out. The NCAA just blackballing uh, Penny. <laughs> yeah, they just hate Penny. Um, Ernst. I think I think FAU could win that that region. I think they absolutely could. That's the one region that's like up in the air, in my opinion. Ernst, looking at round two, um, other than Miami fucking running Indiana out the gym, you got to take away from. Around the 32 at all? Um, hmm, I'm looking at it right now. Um, I don't know. Uh, what the hell? My bracket just went away. But uh, I mean, Princeton beat Missouri. Uh, my crate. I, I was right about Creighton. I love Creighton. Yeah. I think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna go to the Final Four. That was, yeah. that, that's my one bone prediction. If you want. Baylor was winning like, that game for a little bit, right? No, I'm pretty sure Creighton was running the whole game. No, I, I, think, I think Creighton went coast to coast, winning it all. Okay. Yeah, they got whatever uh, wire to wire. That's all we're looking for. Creighton, Princeton. Yeah, Creighton, Princeton. Princeton. Yeah. Um, yeah, Princeton probably Alabama. Missouri. Yeah, Alabama looked really fucking good. Beat Maryland by 20. Um, let's see here. San Diego State. My, Go ahead, Trent. I was just gonna say, like, I, going into the the, uh, the tournament, I, I Houston was my pick to win it all, and um, it was looking shaky. They they kind of skated by against Northern Kentucky, and then the first half against Auburn, they were down. But that second half against, I don't know if you guys uh, were locked yeah. into that game. Yeah. Uh, the second half against Auburn, but oh my god, like that's what I wanted to see from them. Dude, their and is they just turned up the intensity with Sasser and Shed. Um, that coach is so good, and that made me think that they might. Sorry, Ernie, but they might um, cruise to a Final Four here. Dude, so they um, I'm feeling good about that pick. They looked really good. I'm feeling good about that pick. I think they might. I don't know what that line is. Was it seven and a half, eight? Um, it's six and a half. I think they could run them at the gym. Who they got? Speak. Miami. Miami. Okay. I got Nigel Pack and Isaiah Wong coming their way. They ain't winning by ten. Yeah, yeah I don't even up, think they might. Upgrade. I think they might lose. Upgrade. That game could be a lot closer. Than think. I don't know. I think the way Houston played in that in that second half was just 
Um, oh, yeah, I think they could play like they did in the first half. No, nah, I think they're locked in now. I'm on your side, Ernie. I think that game is going to be really close. I do, too. I do, too. Um, before we move on to, I think Austin's trying to sneak his way up out of here besides, or with getting by not talking about Duke. Let's hear it. What went wrong? I mean, they, we didn't make shots. Foul trouble really early. You guys got bullied. We just didn't make shots, and we important guys got fouls, or stupid fouls, really early in the game. I, mean, I just think that defense puts you guys in a fucking body bag. Ten- Tennessee's defense is good, but it's like we didn't make. Sh- I mean, we literally didn't make shots. They scored 65 points, and in my opinion, that they're not a good offense. They're really not. They they suffocate the light out, suffocate the life out of you on defense. You think Mondo should have been kicked out? I mean, I don't, think should, I, think, I don't think he should have been kicked out, but I think fucking this stuff should have been kind of cleaned up early. I mean, Duke shot 50, I'm sorry, 43% from the field, 27% from three. Like, we were 6 of 22 from three. That's, that's not, that's not going to be guys, many teams. I don't know why you guys um, tried to run through Filipowski so much when, I think one point he was like one of nine from the field. And then you yeah. guys saw it late. Proctor took over. I think if you if they ran the offense through him early, it would have been a game changer. But. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I was hurt about it for a little bit. I'm kind of over it now. But, yeah, I mean, Proctor has been like that the last quarter of the season, like since the beginning of February, where he takes over games late, whether we're winning or losing. He, he's the guy yeah. that has the ball in his hand. He takes over. And they just, like you said, they weren't running through him, and I don't understand that. And also, Derek Lively taking zero shots is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, I saw that. I read a report that, or a write-up that said, what's his face? UC just hit a three. Mm-hmm. Landers. Landers, the Memphis goat. But no, I, re- I read a write-up on that game gauge that Tennessee like per- they like compacted the paint, and they really did. They they limited lively, but at the same time, like he didn't touch the fucking ball. It just yeah. It just wasn't a great game, man. And I just. I chalk it up to not being at home watching it too. Call me whatever you want, but bro, every nah, it's it's whatever, bro. I'm not even gonna fucking get into it. But... That's exactly why I wanted to hit on it though. So we can, <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> I mean, I'm hurt, but I'd say like I don't want to fuck. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about it because it's just gonna just destroy the mood. I yeah. literally had them winning it out of whatever, and I also had so much money on them. But... Well, shout out John Shire. He took him to the round of 32 yeah. first year. And yeah, really good year. Game. 20, what was it, 28 wins, 27 wins, something like that. They'll be back. Yeah, they'll be back. Tennessee's good. I mean. What I, was your guys' is the worst, worst uh, beat? I go. My worst Right beat. my ass. Yeah, oh, that oh, was uh, brutal. That oh, is brutal. Uh, I had 100 on that game. I wanted to. Off myself as I saw that I was watching. I wasn't watching. I had it on Fanduel, and I was like, "All right, cool, up six. Like it says one second left. I was like, in the bag. Fucking all of a sudden, I see the score go up, and I was like, "You no fucking chance." That's tough. I had a bunch of bad beats, bro. I had the uh, what's it called? Michigan State, the first game they played. I don't even forget who they played. USC. Yeah, USC had the over in that game. Um, 
somebody for Mich- for USC missed the layup with like five seconds left. That would have hit. Lost that one by one. Um, I had Zach Edes over on points in the FDU game. That missed by one. He didn't score in the last seven minutes of the game. I had... There's another player prop. Oh, yeah, Trace Jackson Davis against Miami. Um, lost his player prop. Gage, I was texting you about this. Lost his player prop by one bucket. Yeah, that's brutal. I mean, I had Kansas Moneyline. They lost... I mean, it's just... you can. I literally got fucking annihilated. You can go on and on about all these bad beats, bro. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I hit, a, I hit a good amount of great bets, but I like... I like doing big parlays here and there. Um, here and, and I there. Had pretty big, I had, well, like every time, every day, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Vandal's doing that $25 uh, risk-free, and if you lose by one leg, you get it back. Yeah. So I did that um, the very first day. I had like a 12-legger, and West Virginia Moneyline was the only leg that lost. And, of course, it was the very first game of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Kent State played Indiana, that's that big one I just showed you guys. I teased them up to, to ten and a half, and I sent it to you guys, and they fucking lost by eleven because they couldn't hit a free throw at the end of the game. I had that, I had the same difference, but in a different game. I, it was like a six or seven leg parlay, and um, to finish it off, I adjusted Utah State plus ten and a half. Damn. Of course, they're down nine with fifteen seconds left, mm-hmm. and they That's fucking foul. foul. Of course, they foul. Like, yep. what are you gonna do down nine? That's the so word. Sitting, I was sitting at the bar just freaking out watching oh, that game. Oh, fuck. There was um, another one that happened like that. Yeah, it was... Uh, they fouled uh, hella late. I was on it. It was Charleston. Yes, 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 like yes, yes. Point nine seconds left, and I had them plus... Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, me too. Yeah, in a different parlay. And, uh, of course, the kid makes both free throws, so... Yeah, that was fucking Yeah, that, that just sucked. That sucks. Dude, I got so destroyed. <laughs> but hey, you move on, right? It's fucking March. Let's, uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't even touch on Kansas. Second one well, seed. Can I, can I complain about one more team and then Absolutely. we can move on from beats? It, this isn't even like a bad beat, but I I knew as soon as I like put a lot of money on VCU and like everybody was on VCU that it was the wrong side. Because that offense, I know they their their best player got hurt or something, or it was in foul trouble or something. No, he got fouled. Um, or uh, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Um, but oh my god, watching that offense, one I I didn't want to see anymore. Like that was how bad it was. Dude, they were in that game. They were in that game. I I can't remember the kid's name, but they were in that game until he got hurt, and then Ace like, Baldwin. Yeah, Ace Baldwin. Then like you said, Trent, after he got hurt, it just went to shit. But, yep. but yeah, Kansas getting beat by Arkansas. We kind of we slipped past that one too. That was that was one of the mo- more exciting games of the entire tournament so far. Yeah, I lost my uh, my national championship matchup before the round of 32 completed. <laughs> I lost one of my I'd, champions too. You know. <laughs> yeah. I tried to tell you guys the must bus man. Yeah, you we're, are. We're, you are. We're all to the final four. You are all. He's such one. a nerd, though, for taking off like his shirt. <laughs> Dude, I love that. Was, that. that was so. No, that was, that was the corniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> no, it does kind of feel forced at this point. That's who he is. But, That's who he is, though. Bro, I had, to, I had to wipe my eyes and be like, 
what? This is this is not happening right now. You look good though, like, this is why they call him Muscle Man. He's like he's like five one. He was shorter than the girl reporter. <laughs> put, put, your, put your fucking shirt on. You look good though, bro. Come on now. God. Yeah, for like an eighty year old dude. <laughs> what do you guys What do you guys think about uh, that that matchup? I think UConn. Um, I feel like everybody's going to be on Arkansas, which makes me nervous because UConn uh, given four feels like a lot. I think um, I saw that the public is pretty heavy on UConn, actually. Um, yeah, I'll really. Pull, I'll pull it up here. Let's. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Now let's uh, let's stay on, let's stay on track here, Trent. We'll get that game in a second. Let's start with Thursday. All right. Let's let's talk about these okay. Thursday matchups. Um, we touched on it earlier. This first game tonight is MSU Michigan State laying one and a half with Kansas State. Um, we'll go through these picks. We're, we're gonna pick who, if you have a line or if you're on a side, uh, gambling wise, obviously, you know, play or talk about that. But then we'll also just pick who we think is gonna win in advance. Okay. All right. Um, I'll uh, yeah, I'll start. I I don't have a side in this game right now. I'll probably lay lean towards Kansas State. I'm not sure yet, but I think Kansas State wins this game outright. I think the the magic for MSU runs out. I just Ernie, you touched on it earlier. Kansas State is just too talented. They got too much talent on their team to Yeah. Guards get you deep. Yeah. I'm gonna be on Kansas State with the points. Yeah. And I like Kansas State just to win outright. Yeah, I do too. Okay. I'll Trent go Gage. Yeah I I said it earlier. I'm on Michigan State too. I'm gonna continue to ride the ride the Spartan wave. Um, I think this is a great matchup for him. I think this is a matchup nightmare for Kansas State. Um, looking at players, obviously, with I don't know. I think point guard play is pretty even. Um, I love Tyson Walker. You let that kid hit one three, and it, it, it's GGs from there. Um, but then same with. Um, Marquise Noel, I mean, both of those, I think both of them go off. Um, I think Malik Hall can, can limit Keontae Johnson from doing some things. And I think Michigan State has big man advantage with Sissoko in the middle. Um, and then Jordan, Jaden, Jordan Atkins from Michigan State um, with Desi Bills. When you turn 25, this is when you'll realize your brain wasn't fully developed. Oh, because <laughs> what, what take was bad? This Michigan State one. Oh, uh, the whole Michigan State. Oh. Yeah, just everything. Oh, they're just bad. they're just a bad team. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess Lil Baby is a better coach than Mark or uh, Mike Izzo. Mike Izzo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love Michigan State here, laying the points money line. Okay. Yeah, Champion. Michigan Michigan State's favorite on the money line. They're at one twenty six right now. So, Trent. Yeah, I already touched on. I mean, I could I could see this game going either way, but I thought that the line was kind of um, a little bit off, so I just grabbed Kansas State at two. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes either way, though. Um, Kansas State is in my final four, and I I have all four teams left, so I'll be rooting for them to pull it off. Um, yeah, th- so. one one of these things to watch is the three point line. Michigan State six in the country in three point percentage, and Kansas State. Is 15th in the country defending the three. The team shoot below 30%. So, be something to watch. So, Gage, you're the only one on uh on Sparty, huh? Yep, let's roll. Let's roll, baby. 
Um, tonight, 7 o'clock. I am pumped for this fucking game, dude. Arkansas and UConn in, what is it, the West? Yep. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be in Vegas. Yeah, this one is in Vegas in West. In the West bracket, UConn laying four and a half at Arkansas. Trent, you're on the must bus. Do you have anything to add? No, no. I'm. I mean, the line seems a little high for UConn. I was worried that the public would be riding with the must bus, but maybe they don't like the must bus, um, which isn't surprising because he, he's not super likable. But I'm rolling with them. I got him in my final four, and um, you know. We still got a lot of gas yeah, left in the tank, so want to keep rolling. Ernie, uh, if I was gonna play anything, I'd probably play the over here. But I'm like just you. excited to watch this game. You got it. Who do you think wins and moves on? Uh, give me UConn, Big East guy, Big East shield. Gagers. Yeah, this is interesting. I, uh, I would, I would lean the hogs catching the points um yeah like you said trent i think i see it at four and a half now it might be down to four but um uh fando has a four and a half yeah yeah i think i would snag the four and a half i can see this coming down to to the wire kind of like the kansas game did um but arkansas just they just hang in there they're they're not the best or most expl- like explosive offensive team um but they they, they, fuck, they wear you down defensively and Guard play here is a big thing, too, and I think that kind of favors Arkansas. But it'll be fun. It'll definitely be a great matchup. I think it's one of the better games of the Sweet 16. So Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, on the gambling side, if I really like any side here. But I don't know. I like, I like UConn to win this game. I just – I really like Arkansas. I just think UConn is just deeper. They're a more talented team. Looking here, yeah, yeah. I like Sonogo to go crazy in this game too. The big for UConn. Um, FAU and Tennessee. He's really good. Yeah, Sonogo's a stud, bro. FAU and Tennessee. I will absolutely be on FAU getting four and a half here against Tennessee. Yeah, um, five and a half. five and a half. I'm seeing four and a half. Whatever. What I don't care what that line is. I would be on FAU. I think they win this game. Um, I just FAU is so fucking good. They're so they're they returned all five starters from last year. They got 33, 34 wins. Their continuity as a team is really really fun to watch. I just uh, what's the kid's name? Um, he's their sixth man. And he was the, he's their leading scorer. Um. Blah, 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 blah. John L. Davis. John L. Davis, yes. First player in NCAA history to have 25, 5, and 5 or something like that. Whatever stat line was last game. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'll be on FAU strictly to be anti-Tennessee, but I think FAU has a really, really good chance to win this game. I really like them four and a half. I don't know. I feel like like this game is where... um, they get put in their place and that, that swarming defense of Tennessee can, can really do dividends. Um, I'll lay the, the four and a half, five and a half, whatever it is. I think, I think Tennessee rolls. 
Yeah, I, mean, uh, I, I, I don't know what's going to go on in this game, honestly. I can see it going, like, either way. Like, Fort Atlantic playing some, like, fuck shit defense and, like, spazzing out on them and getting Tennessee frazzled or just, like, Rick Barnes owns them. So I'm staying away from it. Kind of like the whatever Utah Valley's doing at UC right now. Bro, they just called a phantom foul on that donk. Oh, a phantom foul. <laughs> dude, dude got stuck by the fucking rim and they called a foul on it when there wasn't like a UC guy within like five feet of him. Trent? Uh, I'll, I'll roll with FAU. Um, I think Tennessee is going to kind of regress. I, I mean, it's not like they've been playing great offensively, but um, I wasn't high, high on them before the tournament. So... Um, I think FAU can, can can win this game and then set up a nice little matchup in the in the lead eight. Can yeah, you guys name can you guys name one other player on that team? On who? FAU? Yeah. Nope. Just wondering. I'm throwing shade or anything. No. I mean no. Nope. <laughs> they got thirty three wins though. So yeah. Oh yeah, they got yeah, they got some talent. I just don't know who they got. <laughs> no idea. No idea. It, it, that game's gonna come down to is because FAU likes to run. It's going to come down to if they can run or if Tennessee's going to keep them in the mud and slow that game down. So, I'm excited to watch. Low, to- low total there, too, at 130. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get to the main event here. We haven't yeah. even touched on these teams. The rematch of the 2019, or was it 2020? It was 2021. Yeah, 2021, Jalen Suggs, half-court buzzer beater in the Final Four. UCLA versus Gonzaga, the team that has never won a national championship, by the way. You hear Gonzaga, people usually think Natty, but nope, never won. This line, what is it here? UCLA laying one and a half. Um, I'll let someone else take point here. Trent, you go ahead and start us off, brother. Damn, I, I like both of these teams. So I'm I'm not gonna have any action on this. I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the game. Yeah, me too. Um, so I, I don't have a strong play either way, strong strong lean either way, really. Um, gun to the gun to my head. I think. Well, I'll tell you what. I do like the over. Um, and I have I forgot I played an adjusted over in a parlay. I think I got it down to 140. It's at 145 and a half. Um. I will be shocked if, if this game isn't um, if each team isn't in the seventies here. So um, I like that over. If I had to pick pick a side, I'd probably just lean UCLA. Um, even with the injuries, um, I just think they'll they'll get revenge here. And, and Gonzaga isn't quite what they used to be in terms of the guard talent. So that's what that's what I, that's why I'd lean. But I do like the over. I'm just going to stay off of this because I think UCLA is too hurt and I'm going to be rooting for my boy Mac. So, yeah, I I'm agree. just going to enjoy it too. Yeah, I agree. I, mean, I think the, the injuries are going to catch up to UCLA and bite him in the ass here. Um, uh, I know like Gonzaga is playing in WCC conference or whatever, but, but I mean, you got to look at them too. They got, I guess they both have 30 wins. Nine, nine straight sweet 16s. Yeah, and uh, I think Drew Timmy. I think I think he can do some 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 damage in this game. Looking at their offense too, they average 88 a game. That's fucking that's crazy. It's number one in the country. 
Yeah, compared to seven. Why is that total? Why is that total that low? Because like, UCLA, like, UCLA has got the number two defense in the country behind uh, what's it called Tennessee. Why? Yeah. But they can they can they can score too, like a lot. So. No, I, I like the over too. I'm just I'm just saying that that, that over they're probably factored in their defense. Do you guys see that this is Drew Timmy's like six or seventh? Straight Sweet 16, is that what it was? <laughs> Seventh Straight Sweet 16. No, I, I, no, I think it is for real. Hold no, on. no shot, bro. He's a true senior. He's a fourth <laughs> year. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a true senior. He's seventh bro. straight, and not to mention that he like COVID uh, didn't have a turn of it. So, by your logic, he would have started in like 2016. <laughs> bro, I swear that he's a true senior. He is. Yeah, he joined, he's got one more year of eligibility. Yeah, he came in 2019. Of the COVID year. He got there in 2019. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's just 30 years old and only been there for three years. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> he feels like he's fucking been there for six years. Because he was so good, like as a freshman. When he, always, he was also like covered by uh, what's this called, uh, Suggs and Chet Holmgren and Nemhard and all these other guys that they had. Bro, he was better than Chet Holmgren. Like at least in college, I think. I think he he was the best player. Yeah, he still is. He's still a dog. He's a. No, I, I know. I'm just saying, like for those teams, like he's been their best player, <laughs> not their best prospect, but he's been their best player for four years. Yeah. Sorry, Ernie, you're just dying over here. You're, you're getting me weak. <laughs> What's the score? Bro, you What's see score it's so game? fucking bad. We're down ten. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I want Jeremy to pop himself. He, he and he's I, so bad. He's a Cincinnati boy. Do you? Yeah. What's the what's, what's fucking Utah Valley's nickname or mascot? What conference are they in? The mountains. The mountains. Uh, they're, they're, in the, they're in they're in the whack. Utah Valley they're, basketball. They're, they're they're hooping. I think they. What are they? The they're whack. the whack. Ball is is falling. The Wolverines. Very. I just said that. Oh, did you? Man, don't listen to me. No, I don't. I'm sorry. But uh, if you're out, yeah, listen to me. Take Gonzaga. Yeah, I'm on. I think I think Gonzaga's gonna win this game too. It's, yeah, <clears throat> that offense. That offense is nice. Um, Friday, 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 Friday. This the most frustrating team, in my opinion, to fucking watches the entire tournament. San Diego State getting seven and a half versus Bama. The favorites right now to win the whole thing. Why are they frustrating? Because they play phenomenal defense, and I just hate watching really good defense in March. I think it's because everyone and their fucking grandmas were on Charleston to beat them, and I told you guys not to. Bro, what? I was all over San Diego State. What was? If you were. Was it the overs in the first or uh, over unders in the first two rounds? The unders hit at like a seventy-five percent rate or something like that. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Fucking crazy. And I saw something. If you put 100 on every money line underdog, yeah, you'd be up like 1,300. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. Why don't we do that? One of those guys on TikTok that did that too. Don't have the facilities for that big money. <laughs> let's let's okay. let's pull it together and let's do that. Let's, let's do, do it that. for this round. Alright. Oh, no. We each put 100 in, so each money log, each money line underdog have 400 dollars on it. I bet. Um, I'm taking. <laughs> Uh, Bama to advance in this game. I have no play on either side right now. I just think 
Bama's better team. Yeah, people sleep on their Bama defense, the too. Their defense is really fucking good. San Diego State's got top five defense. They're really good, but people sleep on Bama's yeah. defense. They got a top three defense. Yeah, I mean, you look through here, they're number, number one in defensive efficiency, number one in opponent field goal percentage, number three against the three, number one against two-point percentage. Like, Bama's defense is really fucking good. And then you compound that with a top five offense. Right. Yeah, I think, yeah, Bama, I think, I think Bama rolls here. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I think Bama wins this by double digits. digits. Um, but... Mark Sears is going to have to do something. He's been really quiet this tournament, uh, shooting the ball, absolute garbage. Um, he's lucky he's kind of shadowed by Jelly Fam and, and Brandon Miller, but I feel like he's going to have to step up and, and hit some big threes when it comes comes down to it. But People yeah, sleep on Noah Clowney too, bro. He's a lottery pick in my opinion. I mean, he's a stud, big man. He's a freshman for Bama. I think he goes under the radar a little bit. Same with Betty Yako. He's, a, he's like... He's got like a seven-five wingspan. Yeah, on Noah there. Clowney's a stud, bro. Ernst, you said you're uh, Alabama. No, nah, just a win. I don't have. I don't really think I have a play on it. Yeah, Trent. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you guys. I. I think uh, I wouldn't play it, but of, of all the games, of all the Sweet Sixteen games, I think this is like the one game I'd be most surprised if San Diego like it did. Like, if San Diego State won, like, if there was an upset in the game, that would be the most surprising out of all eight of these games, I think. So, um, yeah, I think Bama wins pretty comfortably. All right, Ernie. Tell everybody why why Miami is going to beat Houston. Uh, because guard play. Sorry, this... Oh, I'm getting so fucking frustrated this UC game. <laughs> this lady ref is being an idiot. Man, is balls deep in fucking chill, Jabal Valley. Chill. Guard play. Yeah, you're telling me that we Marcus Sasser, Jabal, uh, what's his face, Jamal, Shed, and that freshman. Yeah. Who's that freshman they got, bro? He went crazy. Doesn't matter. We got Isaiah Wong and Nigel Pratt. And you got a dude named yeah, Ruga, Ruga Poplaw. And we got Jim Laranaga. And. He is going to coach us to an Elite Eight. You want to do a mini? Miami, Miami, you don't even believe that. A mini Miami guy off right now? Miami money line. All right. I'll give me Miami plus seven and a half. All right, Trent. Please, please, please. I think it's going to be a good game. Please lead us away from this. Yeah. Ernie, you got to find a better answer than guard play when you're taking on Houston. Yeah, that, um, to, to Bro, that, I'm taking Marcus Sasser, Jamal for... Shedd, and Traymond Mark over those three any day of the week. Yeah. You're dumb. Nigel Pack and Isaiah Long are dogs. <laughs> they are good. They're just not better than Houston's guards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not your opinion. Not, not to mention Houston, Houston has a better big than, than them by like a mile. Houston has a lot like, of Amir's a dog. Big, Amir's a dog. You, you just don't watch Miami because then... Yeah, I, I think I mean I think Miami could keep this close, but I think when Houston wants to turn it on, um, both offensively, they kind of remind me that, that, that the guards that Houston have remind me of when Baylor had um, Davion Mitchell and Maceo T. The kid and uh, Jared Macio. 
Who was the uh, the point guard? Jared Butler. McBride. Jared Butler. Yeah. I said McBride. Yeah, I, I don't know why I was thinking West Virginia for a second. Yeah. Well, either way, like that. That is uh, that they kind of give me those vibes. That kind of Baylor vibe, where it's just like they could just overwhelm you, overwhelm you on defense and on offense with their guard. So yeah, um, I think I, I think they're, they're the best bet to to make the final four in this tournament. I think even this, with the tough road ahead. Yeah, I think this has a um, a Houston Auburn kind of feel to it again, where. Auburn, or where Miami's in the game, in the game, in the game, and then Kelvin Sampson calls a timeout, and he's like, yo, we are better than this team. And then Houston's like, oh, shit, yeah, we are. And then they turn up, and they win by 10-plus. Inside the huddle with Coach Cart. I'm telling you, man, sometimes it ain't rocket science. This coach, These coaches make it seem like it's fucking NASA. Yeah, Obi Toppin doesn't. Obi Toppins, excuse me. Obi Toppins. Yeah, that coach, right? Bro, what? You mean Kelvin Sampson? FDU coach? Oh. <laughs> Obi Toppin. I'm with you, though, Ernie. I think they can keep it close. I think Houston ends up winning because I think they have a lot of motivation knowing that the championship is in Houston. Um, but I think I think they can. I think uh, Miami can cover. I mean, I'm not. I'm not playing either side, so I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami keeps it close. But I do think there's a there's a stretch here where Houston just dominates for a little bit. I think they win and move on. They got a phone to try and get Austin in the huddle. Kelvin, Miami should have lost to Drake. For being honest, they should have 100. percent They really should. 100 percent should have lost to Drake. So Drake scored one. Drake scored one point in the last seven minutes of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk. Good coaching. Spell Laranaga. L-A-R-A-N-A-G-A. I don't even know that's right, but it doesn't sound like it's right. So. Wait, what was the first Roy letter Houston. you said? It's spelled Bazaar. What was the first letter? L. Yeah, keep it. <laughs> Hold that. Hold that for me. Hold that come Saturday morning. Friday, but okay. Well... Friday night, so. Um, I missed an R. There's two. You R's. missed a teal day, bro. Alright. That's an N. Yeah, you idiot. Princeton Creighton, the the largest line <laughs> of the weekend. Um, 15 seed Princeton getting nine and a half against Creighton. Um, I'm not on a side as of right now, but I think Creighton's um, Creighton size inside allows them to win this game. I think this game's really, really close too. Princeton's got thirty. Yeah. Princeton's got thirty wins, or not thirty wins. They outscored. They had thirty seconds chance points against Missouri and uh, Arizona. So they they rebound. The offensive rebounded really really well. But Ryan Colbrenner and who's the big uh, number twenty four for Creighton? Big dude plays like they're four. Oh, he's been there. Mm-hmm. He's been there for a while. Hold on. I was saying, I think Memhart. You know what I'm talking about? the uh, uh, point guard. Yeah, I think he's going to be the difference. I really like him. Yeah. Oh, Alexander. Alexander, yeah. No, 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 no not no, him. No, no, no. no. Kaluma, Kaluma, Kaluma. Yeah, Arthur, Arthur Kaluma. Kaluma. Yeah, Arthur Kaluma and Ryan Colcran. I think they'll be able to rebound the ball a little bit better than Missouri. So uh, I like uh, what's it called? Creighton to move on and make the elite eight here. 
Yeah, I think I think Creighton ultimately wins, but this late in the tournament, I feel like that's just a lot of points. I don't feel like there's gonna be any blowouts. Yeah, I don't know. The Princeton might turn into a pumpkin here soon. Good take. <laughs> he said, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows anything right now, dude. It's one of them tournaments. Well, right into the next game. Trent, you got anything on this game? Not really. I, I mean, I think it'd be cool to see Princeton win, but I think... Sure. I got a few things right. All right. Okay, so what, thank you, boys. That was a nice dinner. The... Well, no, to win it. I think either I think either team that wins is going to get – they might get right out of the gym the next round. So, Who's the winner of that one get? Oh, they get Bama. Bama or SDU or SDSU. The oh, Muskies. Bama. The Norwood Muskies and the Longhorns. I think horns. they might get I think they might get killed. Uh, Xavier, really? Yeah. So they're big East. well. Yeah. Oh, I hate X. You know I hate X, and they're not an original Big East. Explain. You're riding them now. Explain though why what do you, why you think they get blown out? So them not playing well, and I don't know if they haven't played. Oh yeah, I was lost in Kennesaw State. And X notoriously chokes in the tournament. I mean, Texas. Minus 13 and a half. Alt-line. <laughs> Alt-line. Texas is uh, arguably one of the deepest teams guard-wise. So they are pretty Marcus solid. Marcus Carr's a dog. Yeah, Marcus Carr's a stud. Yeah, Texas rolls here. Think so? I I, I really do. I, don't, I literally just said there's going to be no blowouts, but I think there's going to be a blowout in this game. <laughs> Celine Bo- or- uh, What's his face? Uh, Sully Boom has been playing well, bro. 14, no, he, four, he's not. Fourteen plus five, Boom four of his last five. Oh, he's been Sully bad. Boom Same with Jack Nunji. That whole team's just been underperforming, and I think they get exposed I mean, here. Did Nunji just Nunji's score soft, like twenty-five? So. Yeah, doesn't mean he's not soft. Oh, he's definitely soft. He plays outside the arc like eighty percent of the time. Yeah. Oh, when I he gets inside, he's playing Charmin. Yeah, you guys are sleeping on, on Xavier, bro. No. Take, I'll take a bet with you right now. I'll take a minus four. You'll take Texas minus four? Yeah. How much you going to put on it? Mm. 500? 500. Dude, I like let's Xavier. Do a, uh, let's do a shaved head bet. I just shaved, oh, bet, bet, bet. I just shaved my head. What do you mean? Nah, I'm talking full, full bald. Full bald? I'm talking about the other head. <laughs> Dude, I like I like Xavier here, bro. I think they could win this game. I really do. Um, yeah, I think I think I think Texas will kind of. It could be close in the first half. I think Texas kind of runs away with it. Marcus Carr doesn't get enough credit for being around college basketball for long as fuck. Yeah. We don't talk about him like we talk yeah. about some other guys. Thank um, God he got out of Minnesota when he did, bro. Fuck. Yeah, well, that's, I, that's started for Pitt too. He was at Pitt. Which I didn't even realize he was at Pitt in 2017. I did um, not know that. Yeah, so he's been around the block all over the country. I don't um, know. I, I think Xavier. I think Xavier covers. Honestly, Texas wins. I think Xavier covers at four and a half. 
that Sir Jabari Rice's pump fake is going to be lethal. Best pump fake in college basketball. I can't tell if you're torn right now or not. Swear to God, you never oh. seen that? You never seen Only that? Only because I'm not in college no. basketball. You never seen his pump fake? Go look up Sir Jabari Rice pump fake. <laughs> okay. You'll see why. All right. It's like it's like Joel Embiid when he pump fakes and he just like palms the ball yeah, out just, there and then everyone bites for it. Interesting. Okay. That's which uh, before we kind of move on and head out here, which which team you think has the easiest chances or like the best chance to move on here, and which kind of higher seed you think is in trouble this week? I think they have the easiest easiest. Uh, uh, opponent in terms of just. Like, I was gonna say, kind of watch out for San Diego State. Ooh. Okay. I feel like I feel like they could muck up this game with their defense, but they really. If I had to say, watch out for one. There's not really anybody that has an easy route besides Miami, but <laughs> like I would say, Bama too. Maybe Tennessee. I just think. I just think San Diego State can't score with Bama. Yeah. Yeah, they can't. That game gets like 10, 12 early. Like, Bama gets up 10 or 12 early in that game. At their, San Diego State screwed. What was everybody's final fours? Let's, let's recap that. Yeah. Um, I had Bama, Duke, Texas, and UConn. So, I think, yeah, no, I think I do. I have three of my four. Duke was my my champion, so that's lost. But yeah, yeah, I had Bama, Bama playing Duke, and then Texas playing Kansas. So two of mine are gone, but but I have Bama, Bama, um, Texas in, in the finals. So I think all mine are gone, honestly. <laughs> besides maybe Houston. Well, so UC didn't even make it to the tournament, so yeah, that's one. Yeah, facts. Go ahead, Trent. Go ahead to fucking tell everybody that you got all four years left because you're so fucking perfect. You make 29 brackets every year. Go <laughs> ahead. Yes, I won. One that we, we did on the pod last week, and we can go back and listen to the recording. I do have all four left. Um, Alabama, Kansas, Houston, and the must bus. Take it on Houston in the final in Houston. So... I'm feeling good about that. Uh, you know, no big deal. I'm usually pretty good at this stuff, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real quick nugget. Yeah, so the guy who just went down big. Don't I worry, mean, Trent. I was there with you. We'll be all right. Quick nugget before we head out. <laughs> 12 of the 16 teams left have not won a national championship. Can you guys name the four teams that have won that are currently still in? Michigan State, yep. San Diego State, UCLA, and does Tennessee have one? San Diego State does not have one. Michigan one back in the day. Nope. Michigan U- State and UCLA are one. Michigan State, oh, UCLA. UConn has one. UConn has one. Oh, uh, UConn. I didn't, did Princeton want a fake one back in the day? <laughs> no, Princeton never has never won one. There's one team left. Texas? Nope. Texas has never been to a title game, believe it or not. I don't even know them. Arkansas? Arkansas. Kansas State? Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas, UConn, Michigan State, and UCLA are only four teams 
left in Arkansas. Say it again. So didn't Arkansas have like really good teams in the nineties? Yeah, I want. I don't have it marked down. I'll pull it up. I'm pretty sure I want to say it was like 1992 or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. All right, Bush. <laughs> 1994. But yeah. Who were there like the Razorbacks? Dude, don't know. I don't have their fucking roster. Don't ask me who was on that team. <laughs> but yeah, get Kansas State has a natty. They won one back in was 1951. Or no, they haven't won one, but they've been to a title game. They've won one. Jesus Christ. They've been to a title game in 1951. And that was their only time they've been there. Houston's been in the five Final Fours, two national championships, never won. Bama, believe it or not, has never been to a Final Four. I can believe that. We have a real chance oh, yeah, to... I think they did. Say it again? I thought Bama did get to a Final Four yeah. back in like 2004 or something like that. Never been to the Final Four. So we have a, a real chance for a, a first-time champion this year. So could be cool. Yeah, I just looked up the roster for... For Arkansas, I don't know any of these cats. So, I mean, no shit. Did you really think you're gonna know someone from the '90s? <laughs> I, I you were literally I in the middle of asking who's the, who, who's their point guard. Well, I thought they had like like a couple NBA studs, but unless you guys know who Corliss Williamson is, no. Who was on that UConn team? I know they won. He was on my fantasy team back in the day. I know you guys. No, what, or they did win. They did win it was, one with oh, Napier. It was like Boatwright, Napier, Kemba. No. Yeah, didn't they win one with Kemba? Kemba, you guys are talking about two different teams. Okay. Yeah, Kemba was earlier. The most recent one was with Napier and okay. Boatwright. Who? But I'm talking about the team back when they won, when the men's and women both won. Emeka Okafor, that's who it was. Bob, oh. Charlotte Bobcats legend. That boy could work the post. Yeah, it was Emeka Okafor and uh, Diana Taurasi was back in UConn. Is want to preview the women's bracket? Need... Go Louisville. Uh, you guys can do that. Okay. I gotta go out and watch this UC game. Haley Van Lith. Go, uh, go Wolverines. Go Utah Valley. Yeah. Utah uh, Valley minus one. I'll, I'll, <laughs> see. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see you, fellas. All right, boys. We'll see everybody next week. We preview the Final Four and uh, talk some fun stuff. Oh, Ernst, see you later, bud. <laughs> All right, see fellas. Guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.